our spirit. What is it? Where does it go? Are we able to see them using our mind's eye? If so, just what can spirit teach us? Welcome to School Through Spirit. Host Diet Renee is a certified psychic medium and master teacher of psychic and mediumship development through LWISSD. Diet was born knowing spirit and now is here to help you better understand the spirit world. And now your host, Diet Renee. everybody this is Diet renee your host here of school through spirit on wltkdb.com this is a show where i do speak to different people of different journeys um, on their spirituality or how spirit has just really kind of affected them now each week i do start the morning with a discussion of which spirit gives me and then i go into our guest and after that a uh, card reading for the week, just a weekly reading, simple cards. Anyway, Chris McKinnell is today. Oh my God, I'm so excited about today. Can't even tell you how excited I am about Chris McKinnell. Now, I don't know if you guys all know who he is. This man was born into legacy. This man has got one heck of a journey. This man is just amazing. He is the grandson of Ed and Lorraine Warren. Excuse me, I'm just like, can't even get it out fast enough. I'm burping because my, my truth, I'm trying to get it out fast enough. Um, Chris McKinnell is the grandson of Ed and Lorraine um, Warrens. And who they are, if nobody knows who they are, they are literally, I'm not going to say the founders of Paranormal because obviously Paranormal was going on. Hey, good morning, Miss Jody. Good morning, Facebook user. Um, <laughs> I have to say Facebook user because now because if you're private, it only says Facebook user. So if you want me to know who you are, you guys say good morning. This is so-and-so. If not, it just says Facebook user. So sorry about that, guys. Um, but Chris McKinnell, he is a grand, or Lorraine and Ed and Lorraine Warrens, who they are. And Chris is going to tell you a lot more about these two. Um, but they are some serious paranormal. Good morning, Modely. Good morning, Miss Stephanie. Um, they are some serious paranormal people. Okay. These people went out and um, really, um, Modelive, is your name Diet? Are you just saying good morning, Diet? <laughs> I don't know which one. Oh, you're correcting the spelling. Sorry. Um, so basically they went out and they really took paranormal and investigations and made it very serious, very true to life, very, uh, 2D, took it out of the woo-woo. They helped people that had some serious issues and we're talking spirits that chose not to cross over. So I don't know if you ever heard of the movie, The Conjuring. Okay. Um, it's okay, darling. I, I noticed it. It took me a second. I read up through the comments and figured it out. Won't look. Um, but literally, um, the movie, the conjuring, the movie, the conjuring is literally them. It's literally them. I, and I, I, I've watched the movie. Oh my God. The original, I think they've made three movies now. And I, I haven't watched the second two, just the first one when it came out. Um, but it's a true story about a house back in 1971 and how, um, they had some serious ghost haunting very much, um, Good morning, Miss Bonnie. Um, very much um, some really nasty activity going on that was really affecting the family. And, and Chris can tell you more about it. But this family, you know, was really being terrorized in a lot of ways. And actually, one of one of the I believe one of the family members was possessed. And 
Ed and Lorraine went in. Lorraine actually performed a really what is described as a nasty exorcism, not on her part, but on, on the other, the, the possession part. And they just made a whole movie about it. These people took paranormal and put it on, made it mainstream, made it like, oh my God, you are not the only one. Holy crap, this is this happens to people, type of thing. And even though Ed, and then they created the um, Warren's Foundation. Uh, which is all about paranormal. And again, Chris can tell you more about this. But literally, he is keeping their legacy alive. He is keeping paranormal and the whole of it. The, not not what the, you see in a lot of TV shows. Not what you see in a lot of TV shows. But what real-life paranormal investigation is. Okay, what real-life paranormal investigation is, is what Chris is keeping alive and well and running and really keeping the memory of his of his grandparents, his lineage, really keeping his lineage alive. And we are bringing him in today because I'll tell you, I'm so excited. I can't even tell you how excited about this I am. But I'm always going to need all of you guys to give me really, or actually Chris, some really, really amazing energy today. Why? Because not that he's sick. <laughs> hey, good morning, Tim. But because Tim lives in Peru right now. He's in Peru and internet can be kind of spotty. Good morning, Miss Jackie. Um, and what is going to happen if we don't can't keep his internet going, I'm going to lose him. I'm going to lose him because internet and Peru can be very, can be very spotty. So he's going to do his best to come on. He's going to do his best to, to make this happen 110%. Um, but again, we're going to need help guys. I'm going to need help. I need all the positive energy, all the positive prayers, all the everything keep him in and bring him in. So now that I talked all about that, I'm super excited. I got to take a minute to share everybody. I have not shared, and I will tell you what, if you're out there and about there, please do me a favor and share this link to many more people to get more people in. Clearly, as you know, even when we share it, I can't see their comments unless they go to the page and do it, but you know what, that's how they find us, that's how they get to us, um, and that's how we, they know what I'm talking about or who I'm talking to or the information they get every, everywhere and anywhere. <clears throat> so, kind of like internet, yes, exactly, Tim. Peru's internet is like my internet. <laughs> and you guys keep me going every week. <laughs> so we just got to double up that effort this week, guys. We got to double up the effort. And no matter what I do, I live out in the bum, bum hills of Egypt. We're, we'll, we'll say it that way. So I don't, I'm trying not to swear this week. Do you like that? Um, but with that being said, um, again, we I have to... Do, do, do. I'm just all over. I can't, you see me. I just get all kind of all over the place when I start to share things. Um, so basically, yeah, it's like, I'm not going to have better internet guys, no matter what I do, no matter what I do, no matter how I do it, I'm just not going to have better internet, internet. And that is just what it is. But again, I want everybody to share, say hi, tell me where you're at. Anybody new coming in? I know we've had people from all over the world come in, and I'm super excited about that. The podcast is getting more and more and more. I also love that because, obviously, I've been doing this for two years now. So um, what are some other things I want to talk about today? What are some other things I want to talk about? Oh, my gosh. Let me see, guys. I'm doing a live class this week. I'm doing a live class. So if you're in the Janesville, Rock County, Dane County between Chicago to Madison, or even farther if you want, I am doing a live class in Janesville at Earth Song Books and Gifts. Um, it's very limited seating. I don't think I have many seats left um, for it, but it's my beginner's course that um, starts at 10 a.m., goes until 5, 
we go over so much about psychic mediumship development and the beginner's level, the foundation, really to help build people up, give them a better understanding of themselves, um, their abilities, and everything of that nature. Um, and then we go on, and by the end of the day, I got you. I got them doing readings. I, I literally have them do. I calculate. They have four live readings at the end of the day, but total, I think there's like seven or eight readings that they do throughout the day, and they don't even realize they've done them. It's it's truly phenomenal. Um, I just I love to watch people grow, and it's so awesome to see it. I'll tell you, it's just so awesome to see it when this happens. So that is going on. Um, I have another live event, by the way, my live event last week was phenomenal. Both of them were phenomenal. Oh my God. I did a gallery online that was, I need to do more because people are like, oh my God, I missed it. Or they couldn't get tickets anymore. And I just got uh, last few days. I was like, oh my God. So I'm not sure when I'm going to do another live one. It's going to be soon. Just myself, um, which was super, super awesome. But I guess did I share, I did share. Okay. I'm all over the place here, guys. But um, so I am going to do another live one so people can get in and do that because I had a lot of requests for that. So we're going to do another live one for myself. I do have a live coming up with somebody else on Mr. Michael Christopher, Mr. Michael Christopher. And I believe that's August 12th. I believe it's August 12th. It is. And that's a Friday, guys. It's a Friday evening. It'll be a 6 p.m. gallery. You can go to my site or you can go to Michael Christopher's site. Hit the Evan Bright, uh, the Vet Bright button. Pay for the ticket. Um, come on in. We're gonna talk to people on the other side for an hour and a half. Which I'll tell you what, it's just so much fun. You know what? Bring your coffee. Bring your tea. Bring your what? Bring your what? Bring whatever, and just sit back and enjoy. Because I'll tell you what, it is so amazing. The one we did Thursday night, just so much laughter, so much fun. It was awesome. And then of course we did the live gallery, of which we are gonna start doing more of a tour of live galleries with myself which will be throughout different areas of Wisconsin, into Minnesota, and wherever else um, I can get into. And just to let you know, I have, um, I have, uh, it, I have, I, I am now being kind of, I, I've joined into a production company, guys. I don't know how better else to say it. I've joined into a production company, Better Pair Pro Production, um, and they are going to uh, help raise the vibration, help raise um, people being able to see. It's a production company for the filtered event, unfiltered events. So um, you're going to see a lot more of those, again, with this production company, which is really amazing. And uh, I'm going all over even more events, even more events. It looks like um, if I'm, no, oh, Jamie Lynn, you are one of the Facebook users. Hey, how you doing, darling? Thank you for letting me know. But yes, guys, on that note, if you if you take if your if your profile is private on Facebook, new to their pro new um, privacy rules, um, when you can make comments that says Facebook user. So please, guys, um, just so that you know that if you want me to know who you are, you have to put your name in there. So I do apologize for that. Um, but I think that's all I got for all that type of stuff. Um, this week is a slower week. I'm going to formulate a whole bunch of stuff, um, maybe start writing a book. Uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, that, that book thing. Um, but I wanted to talk, of course, what Spirit wanted me to talk about today. God, I feel very quiet. I, I feel like the world the world around me has just gone insanely quiet, and it's, it's really weird. Um, so I... I wanted to talk a little bit about trusting your inner self today. And it was so funny because trusting your inner self, trust, and what I mean by that is trusting um, what is coming into your head, just what is coming in your head. And it's so funny because you know how we talk about, you know, this, that, and the other. And it was, 
I'm always, you know, I'm no different than anybody else. I have these ideas. I have these thoughts. Um, and I know that they come from spirit. I know they do. I know spirit says, do this, do that, do everything else. And I go, no, 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 no. And then I go, okay, I'm listening. And I do it, you know, per se, like the, the gallery event online I did last week and I'm going, and I was just talking to, um, Steph met the other, you know, last week. And, um, <clears throat> And as you guys know, Steph is like a huge part of, of me. She's a huge part of me because not only she'd put everything, you guys see a little bit where she like literally posts everything, you know, puts all the links in here. But Steph is just literally so much of me. It's not even funny to 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 make me more, make me out there more, which is awesome. Um, but, you know, we were talking last week because I'm like, I don't get this. I'd only sold a couple of tickets to the gallery. I said, I don't get this. I don't get this. I don't, I don't know if I'm trusting. I don't know if I'm in my head. I don't know if this is me. I don't know what's going on. I said, because I know spirit told me to do this. I know they did. And I did it. And like, nobody's showing up. I don't know what to do. And she's like, you know, you need to trust. You need, I'm like, I know. But how do I trust that inner voice and do it if this is what happens? And all of a sudden, at the last minute, not only did people buy tickets, but then I had messages from everybody going, oh, my God, I can't buy anymore they won't let us do it and i went wow wait a second wait a second that whole time i'd been going oh, was it me was it them am i in my ego am i listening to myself am i creating my own thoughts or is spirit actually creating these thoughts and i was going back and forth and i'll tell you what it was driving me batty it was completely and totally thoroughly driving me batty because i was starting to doubt i was starting to doubt and it's not doubting spirit because guys, trust me, spirits there. They never go away. They're totally awesome. But I was doubting myself. And I think a lot of people do that. And I don't care how, how big of a person you are and how big into spirit you are and how, oh my God, this is who I am. We still doubt, don't we? So it doesn't matter if you're just beginning or if you're truly advanced. We always doubt. Yeah, same thing happens to me. Exactly, darling. Exactly. So, um, I just wanted to talk a little bit today about learning to trust, learning to know when that information comes in and to trust it. <laughs> Tim's like, I don't know who else is listening, but once again, Dad is talking at me. I'm awful about that, Tim. I'll tell you what, I'm awful about that. But um, when we're when we're sitting there with that, you know, I've got this simple, let's do the simple version. Let's do the simple before I, I start to explain. Oh my God, my head is starting to spin. Uh, which tells me spirits here on some level. Um, anyway, so I'm, I'm getting distracted. I, I'm, I feel like I'm having squirrel moments. And this is what happens. Spirit starts talking and I start getting squirrel marks and I start getting all over the place. Um, so basically, the quick version on this is, you know what? Spirit sounds like a lot of t most times, not all times, but most times will sound like your own voice in your head. Okay. Um, and this is also clear audience, guys. This is also clear listening, that sense of clear listening. So what'll happen is it'll sound like your own thoughts in your head. Okay. And that's how it initially starts. Before you can start to recognize the difference between yours and them, you start to think, oh my God, I'm just thinking to myself. These are my thoughts. And that's where we kind of sit with that realm. The big difference to be able to know the difference is here. This is it, plain and simple. One, with your own thoughts, when you're thinking to yourself, you will stop and think. Clearly, you'll go, oh my God, should I do this? And you'll stop for a moment and you'll go, maybe I should do this, or maybe I should do that, or maybe I should do this, or maybe I should do that. Or you'll stop and go, you know, like, which way should I go? Good morning, Miss Lenise. Um, you'll stop and go, which way should I go? And you'll stop for a second and you'll ponder, 
I'll go left. And that's how you know it yourself. It's that moment. It's, it's that moment or two months. Good morning, Miss Tracy. It's those few moments in between the question and the answer. That's how you know you're speaking to yourself. It's really that simple. Oh my God, look at my nail polish. It doesn't look like white. It's actually like a peach color, but you can't tell with the lights. <laughs> Random, sorry. Um, so, so that's one big thing. Okay, that's one great big thing. So now, how does spirit come in? This is how spirit comes in. Sometimes they're kind of, well, number one, they're alert. They're alert. They're on, they're on point right now. So literally, you'll be like, hey, you know, should I do this? Yes. It's immediate. Yes. They, they, they know what you're going to ask before you ask it, and they jump right on the last second. The last syllable, boom, they're saying it. Or it'll be, should I, blah, and they're saying the yes before you even get the last word out. That's how spirit works. They're very quick. They're very fast. They're very alert. They're really on top of it. Okay. And it is a natural boom, 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 boom. It's like having, you know, that best friend that you guys finish each other's sentences. Good morning, Sir Michael. But it really is kind of like that, that best friend where you're really sharing each other, you know, you're sharing one thought. You're, you're finishing each other's sentences. You're, you're, you almost think alike. And that's what spirit is with us when we hear them. They don't ponder. They don't go, uh-huh. They don't, they don't go, hmm, give me a second. I need to go confer with more, you know, spirits. It's none of that. It's right off the bat. And again, in the beginning, you will sit there and go, wow, is this, is this my thoughts? This is my thoughts. And then all of a sudden, one day, you'll start to shift. It starts to switch, okay? And all of a sudden, it's almost as if you're still hearing your voice, but it's like, boom, you're hearing something else in there. You start to recognize that this is not you. And it's the most profound thing in the world to recognize when it's not you anymore. Because you feel like all of a sudden you've got this guidance system that really goes goes forward. <clears throat> and it's funny because you will find that spirit talks to you all the time. You will find that your guides, your loved ones are always talking to you. It's just a matter, are you listening? Are you listening? So I did pull a card because that's what I do, guys. I, I can't say that. I only pull cards for you guys, TikTok, and my reading night. That's it. I mean, that, all these cards, they're useless to me because I just don't do it. But I did pull a card, and it's beyond Lemuria cards. And it was really funny because it really kind of went with what I was talking about today. So look at the picture. Can you see it? Beautiful, isn't that beautiful? I think it's funny because when I look at this picture, who's messaging me? Okay. Oh no. It says sorry, but I'm having some real problems. My adapter. This is from Chris, guys. It says sorry, but I'm having some real problems. My adapter is not working, so my computer is not able to charge. This is the first time I've ever used in over a month. I'm not able to open this link on either of my two tablets. Can you send me a different kind of link so I can get in? StreamYard will not work on my Chinese tablet because I cannot download Chrome. When I tried to use it on my iPad, I shows a blank. Todd, I'm going to add you to the group on this call and see if you can help um, help Chris, okay? So if you're listening to me, Todd, which I know you are, let me put Todd, I'm sending, sorry guys. 
Okay. So Todd, if you're there, I just put you in the chat. Please go into the chat if you can see it. And um, do, do, do. Are you there? Okay, Todd. I put you in the chat, Todd, if you can see it. I don't know if you can see the chat, but I put you in. And if you can get him in there, get him going, let's see what we can do. Let me know that you've seen it, Todd. I'm on it. Awesome. Awesome. There you go. <laughs> Chris is like the joys of international travel. So we're going to, that might take us a few extra minutes, but we're going to get him in. Somehow we're going to get him in. So um, on, on some avenue, I'm going to get him in. I don't even know how, but we're going to. So anyway, so what we're going to, and see, I must have innerly knew that he needed, he needed energy, guys. He needed energy. <laughs> so I, so somewhere in there, it said, there you go. Um, oh, I love it. I love your card pulls on Facebook um, Reels and TikTok. My day isn't complete without seeing. Oh, thank you, Miss Jamie Lynn. So basically, I want to read this card. I want to read this card because I'll tell you what, spirit just doesn't lie. So as I said, I showed you the picture. I like that. To me, it's really weird because I'm looking at this picture and I'm like, really, what the hell does this have to do with what the card says? I really did. I went, I don't know if I, I don't know if I would have gotten this, but it says, trust your inner sense, your inner sense. Sometimes it can be hard to decipher between intuition and what our mind is telling us. Stories, projections, our fear can arise under the guise of intuition to, dis, to, dis, to distinguish truth, inner guidance from paranoia, paranormal, paranoia, sorry, I can't speak. We must return to innocence to our purest essence. Here we have access to the truth of our being. Honesty is more than not lying to yourself. It is, uh, it is also about not hold, withholding and having deep transparency within yourself. Learn to trust and be absolutely honest with yourself. In your heart of hearts, you hold the answers. Notice the first thoughts you have before, second guess, before you second guess yourself. Listen and honor these. Hello, Mr. Tristan. <clears throat> so isn't that kind of cool? Isn't that kind of cool? If you think about it, because I love how these kind of merge together, because it's it's really what you sit there. And if you think about it, it says it, it's about being honest when you're, it, it really is. I mean, when you start to, let me back up a little bit. So what happens? What happens is when you start to be honest with yourself, when you start to know the difference between yourself and spirit, you get much more of an honest communication. You get much more of a trustworthy communication within yourself, okay? Um, how many of you, you know, and you don't have to do a show of hands I, because I think a lot of people are, would raise their hands anyway, but how many of you, if I said, you know what, do you really know yourselves? Or um, let me see, are you really honest with yourself all the time? You don't him, huh? All of that. I mean, how many of you would put your hand up to say, this is me? Very few people would. How many of I said, are you in a present state of mind? Who would put up your hands? Very few would say that. You know, I mean, very few people live in a present moment. Um, very few people have that purity and that essence of being whole. Okay, very few of us. And if we were, trust me, we'd be on the other side with them. But we're not. We're here. So in order to access, in order to access that information, now do you have to do all that? No, we're, we're works in progress. This is a slow progression. I will tell you, though, when you get that information from the other side. Um, so I think they might have figured it out. I'm not sure, guys. 
I'm all over the place because I got my head over there too. <clears throat> anyway, so what happens, guys, is literally what happens is when we get into that present state of moment. So, so you're doing the whole, you're you're starting to understand how spirit comes in. So that's first step. Okay, that's first step. You understand how spirit comes in, how they talk to you, blah, blah, blah. Second step really is that moment when you get into a present state of being. Okay, present. And that is means not one moment ahead, not one moment behind, really in a present state of being. You'll find people really use a lot of meditation, things of that nature to get to that point. It's really kind of weird. It's odd. But trust me, you can find that you can get to that present state at any given moment. Okay, at any given moment. Um, read it back for him. Oh, you should be here soon. Awesome. Uh, <clears throat> so I might talk a little bit longer, honey, guys, honeys, honeys, until he gets in or tries to get in. If not, I'm going to bring one of you guys in. <laughs> and we're going to talk about this then. Um, but getting to that present state of mind, just that present state of mind is, is really what sometimes has to happen. Okay. So what that is, is going through meditation. Okay. It's really where, but going into a meditative state really helps you. And what, what happens with that is I, I, you know, you guys have heard me scream from the towers. I am not a big meditation type person. It's not me. I'm just not a big meditation types person. So what happens is meditation does get you into being present. What it does is it helps you to, I want to say, relax the mind, clear the mind, okay? So that you are in this moment. It means you don't have the TV on, you don't have the radio on, you don't have Facebook on, you don't have kids in the background yelling at you. And I know some of this is really hard for everybody in general, but all that is not going on all the time. And you get into a present state of moment. You'll find when that happens, you will start to have more information coming in. It'll be just boom, 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 okay? Does this happen overnight? Not even close, not even close. And it's really funny because when I'm teaching, one of the first skills I teach, because I do teach them all these wonderful things, okay? We do, we, we go through a lot of different practices to get you to that point. But one of the things I do to them is, and you got, I mean, anybody that's went to a Bible shower has done this. Anybody that's gone to a baby shower has done this. Um, Modula, me either. I find that I meditate only when either it's so hard or I'm too anxious or when I'm super relaxed. Exactly. Um, but this is what I do to get people into that present state of moment is um, I literally, to prove to them they can do this, is I put a picture on the screen. I literally put in, it's, it's an Oracle card. I put it on the screen. Literally, I count to 10 and I take it off right away. <clears throat> I take it away. And they go, oh my God, what's that? And I'm like, now tell me everything you've seen on that card. Everything that popped out to you. And it's so funny because I can have 10 people in the room and all 10 will tell me something different. Because that meant something different to each one of them. And then I do it with another picture of somebody. I pop it up on the screen. And I only leave it there for so long. And I pull it away and I say, tell me what you've seen. And they literally do a reading on the person because literally they're popping in first thoughts. They're in that present moment. They're not, all they're thinking is, I got to see as much as I can right now. And they clear out and they blank out and they go, boom. And all this information comes in. And it's mind blowing how they're always correct. So this week, guys, I want you to take some moments being present. Try to learn to listen to that inner intuition of yours and see where it can take you. Because I'm going to tell you with regular practice, you can do this. Okay, with regular practice, it's not that hard. Okay, 
Well, Chris, I see is in the backstage. So what are we going to do? We're going to take a quick break, everybody. And when we come back, I'll have Chris here on School Through Spirit with WLTKDB.com. Would you like to be a part of something new, something different? Host a show with WLTK-DB Talk Radio and dare to be different. We offer full production and live engineering of your show by a real person, not a pesky computer. Just visit WLTKDB.com and click pricing to get started. It's not as much as you think and a great way for you to get your message to the world. Better hurry. Slots fill up fast and you don't want to miss out on this excellent opportunity. Visit WLTKDB.com and contact us for more information now. WLTKDB Talk Radio. Paranormal talk is our business. And business is good. From its beginnings, Yeast was created to unleash the excellence of nature's healing powers and bring them to people everywhere. With almost 90 years in the market, they are considered a worldwide pioneer in complete herbal wellness therapy. All Swiss used products are natural, essential oil-based, pleasant, and harmonious. They are extracted from plants and herbs with the latest technology to ensure the best results. Swiss used Live Healthy with consultant Stephanie will guide you in the right direction to find the perfect essential products just for you. For example, have an upset tummy? Try our soothing chamomile that has not only been used by many, but trusted for years. Keep in mind, you just can't get these amazing oils at your local shopping center. They're just too special. For that, you need a connection. And that connection is Stephanie. Want some? Then head on over to Facebook and search Swiss Used Live Healthy. That's Swiss Used Live Healthy. And contact Stephanie today. Welcome back to School Through Spirit. I'm your host, Yet Renee, here on WLTKDB.com. With me, I have Mr. Chris McKittle. Come on in, Chris. Come on in, Chris. Hi, we got you. Hi, we got you. Hey, how are you doing, Dave? Thank you so much. I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I'm doing great. so the beginning of the show. I literally went, guys, I think we're getting the extra energy. Well, you did say 930 on your last message. I did. I did. Yeah. It was, it was, no, I started at 9. I started at 9 and 9.30. Oh, good, good. I, I was worried I was going to be late because I was having some computer issues. I mean, I'm in Peru, so, yep. you know. Yep. Yep. Well, it was so yep. funny because I, so I heard everybody was going to do some energy, and then next thing you know, you're popping it out of me. You're popping it out of me. Well, it's great to be with you. Thank you so much. Beautiful. So, Chris, I told everybody a little so bit. Chris, about you. I told everybody a little bit about you. the legacy, the Warren Legacy Foundation. The Warren Legacy Foundation. Can you tell us more, you? You more about you? Sure, I'd uh, be happy to. Uh, I'm sure you've already mentioned that I'm the grandson of Ed and Lorraine Warren, uh, carrying on their work. I started working with them when I was 16 years ago, or 16 years old, which means uh, 
this August, it'll be 42 years. Um, so I've dedicated my life to trying to understand the paranormal, to trying to help people. Um, if I'm honest, uh, I kind of gave up on trying to understand what I'm dealing with so much now. Uh, I don't think that's going to happen in my lifetime, but um, I am still very dedicated to helping people. And the Warren Legacy Foundation for Paranormal Research was an organization that my grandmother and I started right after the first Conjuring movie came out. We realized that, you know, we started getting requests for help from all over the world. It used to be far more local. Um, and with my international background, I've spent most of my life traveling and learning. Um, I realized that we had something we, we could offer people. Um, I've been a Peace Corps volunteer in Africa and I took that experience as well. And, uh, started this organization. Now we've got an absolute amazing bunch of people all over the world, uh, all voluntarily helping others who are overcome by fear, by the paranormal, of course, or more often than not, it's something perfectly natural. And uh, we try to hook them up with the proper services there as well. Wow. That's that's amazing. Wow. I mean, that's, that's, that's amazing. amazing. I, I mean, yeah, that's so amazing. I know, I know your grandmother passed away. And I know your grandmother passed away in the last few years. Besides but just helping, besides what, I mean, just helping, what I mean. Oh no, we we don't limit ourselves at all. If you come to us and you're asking for help, uh, we will do everything we can. If anything, uh, me, what are we? What do we do? I don't really like labels. I think it's a very limiting thing to do to, to ourselves. You know, mm -hmm. people are very comfortable when they have something they can put in a box. So I just kind of say, well, we're kind of paranormal social workers. We're going to get you the services you need. Okay. Um, whether okay. you need mental health help, you need um, drug and alcohol abuse counseling, you need um, whatever it happens to be. We're going to do everything in our power to hook you up with the right services. Oh, I love And that. we do it all oh, free. We do it confidentially. So if anybody out there is already questioning, well, how much do you charge and how do we get help? Uh, you go to www.warrenlegacy.com uh, and there's a form there, a Google form. Fill it out and we're happy to start helping you. I, lo I love that. I, I really love do. That. I really no, do. No. When we go into the paranormal, we go into the paranormal. Do you do investigations? Do you do investigations yourself? Oh, of course. I've been doing them my whole life. You have. What you are have? Some, what are some of the more interesting cases? More interesting cases like Actually, the ones I like the best are the ones where I'm actually not only helping the people but helping a spirit. Okay. Uh, that okay. that's far more rewarding to me. I mean, I've dealt with horrors many horrors i'm an exorcist um but i should also point out exorcism is incredibly rare i've met people who say oh well i've done 300 this year i've done six or seven in my entire life okay. uh okay. they really are rare they sh it's not something people should jump into we first do a psychological and medical evaluation making sure that that we can't explain it um, naturally. Mm -hmm. And if mm -hmm. that's the case, then we start to discern uh, through a lot of testing, you know, exactly what we're dealing with. Half of our job is diagnosis, figuring out what the problem actually is. Now, we're not 
yes, we do have doctors. Yes, we do have psychologists and psychiatrists on staff, but we're not going to diagnose you over the internet. We're going to send you to professionals in your area, get evaluated there. And one of the things we tell people, because a lot of people are afraid of that, mm -hmm. um, we mm -hmm. say, look, you don't tell somebody, a doctor, that a demon is pulling your toe. You say, I feel the sensation of something pulling my toe. You describe the symptom, not what you think is the cause. Right, right. I love that. So, I, love that. I, I like how you've actually done it. Actually done it because some TV because has some TV has some of those people that oh, do some of those people that do and they have told me and they have told me they're always looking for the never happens they're like never happens they're like yet to meet one so then i think then i think because they because they they're afraid of demons. They're afraid of demons. And then somebody like you, and then somebody like you comes there. Or some there, or something is rare. And I should use the word demon. I never use the word because what people think of as a demon in Western culture and in, in Christian culture isn't accurate. It, it's completely inaccurate, to be quite honest. Um, people have. My grandfather even called me a demonologist. Uh, I. Don't like that title. Uh, I certainly think that there are far too many people running around saying that they're demonologists today, and I'd like to know what their qualifications are. Um, I've been studying this my entire life. Um, I have more questions today than I did when I started out. You know, back then I was arrogant and young, and I believed everything my grandfather said. So obviously, it's demons. Um, but the truth is, this phenomena manifests according to our cultural and spiritual beliefs. And it is different all around the world. Um, there are cultures, there are re religious practices that will work with these dark energies, uh, which is what I prefer to call them, uh, and can find a way to mediate instead of fighting all the time, which is the Christian model. Um, and I'm trying to learn these different ways of working with this so that we can Number one, protect our clients far better, and they are not exposed to that kind of horror and violence. And also, maybe we can actually get something good coming out of this. Um, I have seen many times, uh, for instance, there's a type of Afro-Brazilian religion I uh, studied with in Portugal. And all of the, uh, it's called Umbanda, and there's also the flip side called Kimbanda. Uh, Kimbanda is, will work more with the dark energies, uh, although Umbanda also, for a very small part, works with the dark energies. Now, that may put people off a bit, but you have to remember, this isn't Christian. This is a totally different spiritual practice. Um, so you have to look at it through their eyes, not through ours. It's very important. It's, it's the same thing an anthropologist does when they study a new religion. They can't look at it through their own culture. They have to look at it through the culture that they're dealing with. And what they will do, they work with these dark energies that they think of as entities as well. And these are supposedly fallen spirits who are looking for a path to redemption themselves. So they're out there trying to help some of the lost human souls to find the way to the light. And Umbanda, those uh, priests and priestesses are all mediums. 
They're all trained mediums. And they, they will work with these spirits to help figure out why are you here? Why are you hurting this person? What is it you really want? What is it you're trying to accomplish? And they'll work with the dedicated dark spirits that they already are working with, that they have relationships with, to help mediate and get rid of the problem. Now, I'm not doing that. <laughs> that isn't me. I, don't, I would have to study for many more years, and I'm, I'm already, I'll be 58 next month, so I, I think I've run out of time there. Um, but I do have an Umbanda priestess in the foundation, and she's more than happy to help as well. Oh, I love that. Oh, I love that. I'm getting my target. I'm getting my target. But, um, but, um, do you find other religions? Do you find other religions to have the same things? Can you say that again? Do other religions what? Do you find when you travel, you find when you travel, you find other religions or cultures have the same, they have the same, um, well, for instance, um, <clears throat> exorcism rites are in every single major religion in the world, but they're all done a little, a little bit differently. And what I find fascinating about that is you don't have to be a Christian to cast out this, this entity. Mm -hmm. uh, what I've found in every religion is that when we set spiritual boundaries, then the spirits will have to abide by those rules unless they're human. Human spirits keep their free will. So that's more of a mediation. But with these other entities, um, they will conform to our expectations. Now, what does that really say about the nature of these entities? Are they self-manifestations of our uh, beliefs? Are they tulpas or egregores that we've created through our own fear? Mm -hmm. um, I have seen human beings perform amazing things, both on purpose, like yogis or uh, Tibetan monks, which can uh, uh, unbelievable things that they can do. But I've also seen a 10 year old use his mind to throw me and my cousin in a bed across the room and break the bed into pieces. So when we are out of control, when we are in a place that is very energetic, we can manifest our problems and we can, we can terrorize ourselves. Uh, what I, one of the main lessons I try to get across to people, just because you hear footsteps or voices calling out your name at night, that doesn't mean it's the devil. It's probably your grandmother trying to get your attention to say, Hey, look, I'm here, you know, and we should, and that's a beautiful experience that our own fears have now taken and turned into something dark. So it's important for us to keep that in mind. I love that. I love that. So when you have, so um, when you have um, a possession, a possession, is that an entity? Is that an entity or more of a human that has a human that has to pass? Um, it could be either. It can be either. Um, it can be a human who has passed. Um, I have a theory, and it's only a theory. Okay. Um, one of the hardest cases I ever worked on, I worked on with my grandparents. Um, it's in the book, Satan's Harvest. Um, and there's a little bit of the actual exorcism it, in the credits in the, the Nun movie. By the way, the Nun, 
It's a fantasy. It's a fantasy. There's <laughs> nothing realistic about it at all. My grandparents never painted a nun that was horrific. Um, that was a complete uh, fabrication of James Wan. He's a great uh, director and horror director. Had a huge amount of respect for my grandparents. But no, it, it's fake. The only thing true is in the credits where you see Maurice Thiriel under possession and being exercised. And oddly, um, in Conjuring 3, they show my grandfather having a heart attack during an exorcism. Mm -hmm. That actually happened in the exorcism of Maurice Thiriel. I was there. I was the one between the archbishop and Maurice. And I think that the truth is he was under possession by his father. His father was this unbelievably evil human being. Mm -hmm. And he had molested his son. He had forced his son to perform sexual acts on animals. He, he was just horrific. Mm -hmm. And one day he called Maurice and he said, son, I just want you to know I love you. First time he'd ever said that to Maurice. And then while Maurice stayed on the phone, his father put the phone down, picked up a gun, went into the next room, killed Maurice's mother, and then killed himself. The very first time I was with Maurice and my grandparents, it was our initial contact. I was only 20 years old. Um, my grandfather thought this was possibly uh, Maurice's father as well. And so he asked Maurice to go to the grave with us and forgive his father and tell his father that he loved him. While Maurice is standing in front of his father's grave, crying and, and telling his father he loved him, we watched him, and I heard this punch hit him under the chin so hard, it threw him back about 10 feet straight on his back wow. in the cemetery. Wow. I saw Maurice come under uh, possession several times. He would bleed from the eyes. He... Uh, his eyes would take on a slit appearance like a snake. Um, things would appear in blood on his back. And I, one time we were in the, he was a farmer and we were in the, um, uh, what's it called? The nursery where we were planting, you know, the seedlings mm -hmm. and we were helping out. Why not? <clears throat> and I was with my partner at the time, Ray Jefferson and with Nancy Theriel, his wife. And Maurice started complaining that he was freezing. And I said, well, walk over to the, the heater, get warm. It's still chilly. And then I noticed Maurice was just standing there looking at us, and his eyes had that slit appearance like a snake again. And I told Ray to get Nancy out of the, the, the greenhouse. And I advanced on Maurice, and I was making the sign of the cross, and I was saying, by the power of Jesus Christ, I command you to be gone. Now, you can't do that timidly. You've got to do that with force. Yeah, if you don't put your faith behind it, it doesn't mean a damn thing. Okay. So after several minutes, he did come out of it. He then said that his back was still freezing cold. So I lifted up his shirt, and on his T-shirt, I could see three crosses in blood soaked through his T-shirt. I lifted up the T-shirt, and there was blood on his back, but there were no cuts this time. Other times, there'd be words in French scrawled into his back. 
And he was illiterate, but he was the only one in the family that spoke French other than his father. So uh, the family would read it to him and then he'd translate. But this time I said, all right, look, Maurice, I'm going to need to take that T-shirt and have it examined. I I need to see what kind of blood this is, if it is blood. Mm -hmm. And so he took off the T-shirt and he hands it to me. And there was no blood on it. It was gone. The blood's still on his back, but not on the shirt at all. White as could be. Yeah. So in that case, I really do believe, even though my grandfather thought it was a demon, my grandfather often thought things were demonic. Uh, I don't. I, I think it was probably his uh, his father. Mm-hmm. That's incredible. Were you That's able to help him? Yes. The exorcism was successful. But this is why this was the hardest case I ever worked on. I was only 20. I was still learning about psychology. I was still going through university. My grandparents hadn't yet made that connection either. And a couple of years later, because we didn't deal with the underlying things that made him vulnerable, he came under possession again. And... Nancy wasn't going to put up with it anymore. She kicked him out of the house, but he came under possession. He waited for her to come home one winter night. I think it was winter. Um, He blew off her arm with a shotgun. He dragged her bleeding into the kitchen. As she sat there bleeding, thinking, I'm about to die. Mm -hmm. He Mm -hmm. just stared at her for 10 minutes or so. And then he turned the gun on himself and blew his head off. This is not a field that anybody should go into thinking, oh, this is cool. Oh, this is you know fun. I'm going to get my 15 minutes of fame. I'm going to gather evidence. There is nothing I hate more than these cowboys on TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, wherever the hell they actually go, or TV. Oh, God, help me with TV. Mm-hmm. Um who stir up trouble, get their, their evidence, and they say, oh, this is demonic. We, we can't deal with this. You're going to have to find someone else. And then they leave the family terrified and don't do anything to help. We pick up the pieces all the time. We're never going to walk away as long as the family's willing to work with us. And that's really the key there. The family has to cooperate. They have to actually want to get better. If they don't do the things to deal with those underlying vulnerabilities I talked about, the the domestic violence, the alcohol abuse, the the the, the mental illness, yeah. then right. we really can't help them. Yes, we can get rid of it. We can do a spiritual cleansing, but it's going to come back because you're not taking care of what makes you open to it. You know, we also have um, two psychic support groups online. One in English, one in Spanish. We've got over 800 uh, people now around the world that we're helping. Uh, Because psychics can manifest uh, Mm -hmm. things much more easily. Um, What I've also found, is, which I find fascinating, is that people on the autistic spectrum can be incredibly gifted. And they can manifest things much more. I, I really truly believe that autism may be the next step in our evolution. Uh, they can be hyper-focused. They can really, really perform miracles. Um, We shouldn't stigmatize people for being different. The differences are what make us stronger. 
So, yeah. Thank you for saying those Thank things. You for saying those things. I'm finding if I speak slower, you can hear me. Hear me. Yes. Yeah, they're, they're, you sound a little underwater. <laughs> it's the connection it's between the connection us. Between us. Yeah. Well, I'm in Cusco. I'm right outside of Machu Picchu. Yeah. And they say that yeah. the, the magnetic energy there is pretty heavy, so it, it could be that as well. I'm just going to slow down my speech. My speech. You're, you're fine right now. <laughs> I want to touch on um, the exorcism that you were there. You talked about between you and the priest and your grandfather. Sure, absolutely. I will never forget. Um, we had uh, already been to one other house in Massachusetts. These were both in Massachusetts uh, earlier in the day. And we did a spiritual cleansing of a poltergeist case. Mm -hmm. And when we got to uh, Maurice's, um, my grandfather started complaining that he, he didn't feel right. He didn't feel well. And I'll never forget my grandmother saying, Ed, have a banana. You're probably low on potassium. He was having a heart attack. Um, and when we started the exorcism, Maurice was holding his belly and he was rocking back and forth in great pain. It seems often that the the entity will enter through the solar plexus. Um, that seems to be the chakra that opens you up to these things. Okay. And I was with uh, Bishop McKenna, Robert McKenna. Honestly, one of the two most holy men I've ever met in my entire life. The other one was the Dalai Lama. And um, as Bishop McKenna was commanding this spirit, you know, to reveal who he was. The spirit said, I am what I am, which is exactly what God said to Moses on uh, Mount Sinai. Um, mocking, of course. Mm -hmm. okay. One of the things that I find interesting, it's only in the Christian religion or in Catholic, excuse me, in the, in the Catholic religion where they feel the need to get the name of the demon we there's this this idea that that having that name gives power to you over the thing mm -hmm. um and almost every person that comes to me saying that it's a demon says it's either legion uh asmodeus astroth beelzebub it's always one of the biggies you know it's it's never some pequeño uh, sorry i've been speaking far too much spanish uh <laughs> Um, it, it's never one of these lesser spirits. Um, and as he's coming under possession, you know, he, again, crying, tears of blood, his eyes slit like a snake. What I found most fascinating is when we looked at the video afterward, the things we couldn't see with our physical eye that showed up on video. Okay. Um, okay. A crack appeared in his forehead. And his cheeks took on like a snake scaled uh, appearance. And yet I, I had this uh, examined by some of our audiovisual texts uh, about a year and a half ago. And they said there was no technology to change videotapes like that after the fact up until about two or three years ago. Um, so there's no way that could have been doctored. 
it's just extraordinary evidence. It's transfiguration. transfiguration. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. So that, uh, like I said, though, it, it worked for a couple of years, but because we didn't deal with the psychological traumas, we had another case in New Jersey. It was a Puerto Rican man, devoutly Catholic. We always worked with the religion of our clients, always, um, as long as we can. Um, because if they don't have faith in what we're doing, then we're not going to be effective. So we were working with the Catholic Church. I watched this man come under possession 20 or 30 times. Amazing. And the church had done due diligence. They always you know, will make you have the psychological and medical evaluations, always. And they agreed, yes, this is demonic possession. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, the Catholic Church is also a bureaucracy that's overwhelmingly difficult, and they mm -hmm. didn't move quickly enough. And one night, his wife came home from work, and the entity had taken him over, and he said, F this, I'm just going to kill him. He ran up the stairs. At the top of the stairs, he had created a noose with a uh, electrical cord, extension cord, and he jumped off the top of the stairs and killed himself. About 20 minutes later, the EMT and some police showed up. <clears throat> it was a woman EMT. The body sat straight up, eyes open, black as could be, said, he's ours, you can't have him and then dropped dead again. Two of the policemen who were there immediately quit. This is not, again, this is not a game. This is not for amateurs. This is for people who are already working with other professionals who know what they're doing. Mm -hmm. You're not mm -hmm. start doing this if you don't know what you're doing. And don't watch videos and think you've learned what to do. That's like watching um gray's anatomy and thinking you can perform surgery exactly exactly i i know people yeah, in, my know line work, in my line of work will ask is this dangerous ask, is this dangerous is this this is this and i always have to explain and i always have to explain what i do and what, what i do and what you do two different worlds totally two different. different worlds right right you know, you know. yeah yeah uh, it's it's kind of like um you're, you're, you can go out and be a bird watcher, or you can be a tiger hunter. Mm -hmm. You're still out in the wilderness, but you're in two different wildernesses. Right. You know, right. Um, I would prefer to deal with the good, always. And I have had wonderful experiences. You know, people will bring us things from everywhere. Mm -hmm. But, mm -hmm. of course, I want to help people. So that's that's my first priority. And, yes, it can be it can be deadly for us, too. I mean... I had one case in Philadelphia and three nights in a row before I went there, the uh, gas turned on on my stove without the flame and filled up the house with gas. Um, another time I went to another case in Philadelphia and I broke a generational curse. Now, I'm not a fan of the idea of curses or magic. For me, I have to look at it as quantum physics and directed energy through ritual and intention. Uh, but at the end of the day, it's just how I label it to make myself comfortable, you know, <laughs> but um, as we were leaving this place, the spirit was kind of vindictive. 
and it cut off the brakes on the car and we rammed into another car. So yeah, this can be very deadly. It's gonna be very deadly. I, I've had many, many attacks in my life. Uh, normally it's the same kind of attack over and over again. I'm like, these things are not as intelligent as we want them to be. You know, they don't have the wisdom of the ages because they keep performing the same acts over and over. And I'm like, that hasn't worked the first 75 times you've done it. Why are you bothering now? <laughs> <laughs> What resources, what resources are, there are there for people to become for people to become professionally involved? Professionally involved. Well, again, go to warrenfiles.com or warrenlegacy.com or warrenlegacyfoundation.com. They're all the same. Um, and apply. We're very, very um, careful about who we bring into the foundation. But we also are willing to mentor people. Um, we're working on starting classes. As a matter of fact, I do have one, um, which I did last year, uh, and I'm doing again this year. It's at Truckee College. It's an online course. Uh, it's in September. Um, and last year's course was about four hours and 40 minutes long. I'm hoping to pare it down a little bit this year. Uh, but the truth is, you know, I want to give you as much bang for your buck as possible. I want to give you as much information as possible. I'm not saying that after that short course, you should go out and start doing investigations, but it'll give you a, a true understanding of what we're dealing with. And then you can decide with a little more knowledge whether or not this is something for you or not. I don't like paranormal tourism, mm -hmm. um, <laughs> especially in dark places like asylums and prisons. Uh, we get a lot of people who get attachments. Uh, you know, there was one case I worked on with a German team. I hope you don't mind. I keep just no. going on and on. Like no, no, no. <laughs> um, but this was uh, two years ago. I was in Scotland at the time, and we, we had gotten a call from a team, and they were new. They didn't know what they were doing, and they had... Uh, gone into this clearing where they had made contact with a spirit that they thought was the green man. Now, for people who don't know, that's an archetypal uh, nature spirit that's very common in Europe. Um, mm -hmm. And this spirit, whatever it really was, told them to go to this girl's school, former Nazi girl's school that was nearby, because there were things there that they should investigate. So they decided to actually take the public in for this uh, investigation without having checked it out, gone in themselves, nothing. Incredibly, incredibly stupid, ignorant. And they brought along a woman who happened to be psychic. Now she was a paying participant to this mm -hmm. tour. This was a school that had been used by the Nazis to indoctrinate young girls. Then it was used in, I think, 1942 or 43 for V-2 bombers, or bombs, excuse me, to store them. It was also used for occult practices, which was a big part of the Nazi religion. Mm -hmm. uh, and there were tons of things in the basement showing all of the different rituals that they've been doing, the sigils that were up and everything. And as this woman was there, 
this little child wearing only a sweater and nothing else looks at her and she looks so pathetic and the girl is reaching out her hand to this woman and the woman's about to take her hand and she sees this hideous grin come on the girl's face and she pulls back a little while later i couldn't i can't recall right now if it was a week a month but a little while later there was a knock on the door it was dead winter snow on the ground and there's this little girl at the door with uh, only a sweater on bare feet in the snow and this girl says i'm looking for helmet is helmet here and the woman said there's nobody named helmet here she says it's my dog he's missing and she said no there's nobody named helmet here and she closed the door but her sons her two children said you have to let her in she's at bare feet and she's almost naked so the woman opened the door to invite the girl in that was the mistake the girl wasn't there there were no footsteps in the snow there was nothing but then this spirit started showing up for the team she she ended up joining the team um it would show up before they even got to a case and it would be terrorizing the families before they got there um one time it showed up in another one of the investigators' houses, pulled that the daughter out of bed, raking her legs with claw marks. See, it doesn't necessarily hurt you. Right. It hurts the most vulnerable right. person in your group. And that's something people should take, keep in mind when they think, well, that's okay, I can handle it. Oh, it may not be you that pays the price for your arrogance. Mm -hmm. um, and another time, the same first woman, the one that uh, had made the initial invitation, her husband was walking down the stairs to the basement and the girl showed up behind him and pushed him down the stairs and he ended up breaking, um, I think it was his shin. It was, I know it was his, part of his leg. Um, I've worked over 10,000 cases. Sometimes the details get muddy. Oh, it's okay. Oh, it's okay. So... We, you know, they were asking me, what do we do? And I said, well, first stop working on cases until we get this fixed. Mm -hmm. And I said, all right, first we should do a spiritual cleansing, but you should also, every, every one of you should get rebaptized. He said, well, this is Germany. We can't do that here. I said, yes, you really can. Mm -hmm. uh, baptism is a minor form of exorcism and it breaks spiritual attachments. And they did find a priest who was willing to do that for them and that washed away the attachment and the entity never came back. Um, having said that, this same team has come to me again and again with other problems because they are far more into the drama than they are into actually helping. Um, you can only help people so much. They have to be willing to help themselves. Exactly. Exactly. asking. asking. Is there a difference between attachment? Or possession. or possession. Absolutely. Absolutely different. An attachment is only that. It, it's something that's following you around. Um, it's found a reason to, to link with you. Um, maybe it's that you're very similar or you're very empathetic and they can tell that you can sense them and they've got unfinished business and they're, they're just trying to get something across to you. 
or they're lost and they're terrified. Um, sometimes, more often than not, a ghost, a human spirit, is the is probably more afraid than you are. Mm -hmm. They don't understand what's going on with them, and so you they're trying to reach out and they can see your bright light because you happen to be a more sensitive person mm -hmm. and you shine more brightly in the darkness for them. So they're trying to reach out to you. Mm -hmm. Whereas possession is incredibly rare. And that's only the, the final step. You, you've got to go through oppression first. Oppression is where this entity or this spirit is trying to change your personality to make them, them more compatible then they can slip inside of you and take over. Uh, but as I've said so many times, um, it's incredibly, incredibly rare. Right. So it's not okay. something people should be worrying about. Nobody should ever jump to the conclusion that what they're dealing with is demonic, ever. If it were a demon, I promise you, you would know. Because the energy output would be so overwhelming, you could not think of it as anything else. Even if you've got dishes flying through the air, or mugs falling off of a shelf, or your keys going missing, that's human. Almost always just human, and nothing at all. About. I mean, how many people do you walk by every single day? Are you afraid of any of them? Mm -hmm. And why would you be afraid of them when they're dead? Why would they be any different than they are today? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How many? See, I'm not as, as a, a ghost storyteller. <laughs> I don't like scaring people. I love it. But how many demons have you come Well, it depends. Would that be the ones that my grandfather said we came across or the ones I think we came across? <laughs> you came across. Two different eras. And you know, that's, that's an important point. Thank you for bringing that up. Um, this is a field of research. Mm -hmm. and it changes over time. My grandparents certainly changed over time. In the beginning, they didn't even believe in demons. Then they said, yeah, well, it's got to be demons because they were Catholic. Mm -hmm. What else could it be? Um, but even that changed over time. You know, up until the 1980s, my grandfather thought rock and roll was actually satanic. Uh, he thought witchcraft was Satanism. He didn't understand there was a fundamental difference between the two. A lot of people don't. Um, the truth is witchcraft, the roots of witchcraft go back at least 35,000 years. You know, it's probably the very first religion. It was when the hunters and gatherers were figuring out that in nature, there are things that have more power than other things and how to use those things. Um, actually, the term witch translates directly as wise one. You know, it's not a derogatory term. We just turned it into one because... That's what we do. Christians will either adopt pagan beliefs to make you uh, more comfortable with now adopting Christianity, but they'll also uh, demonize the local gods and the other spiritual practitioners so that you turn against them. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it's a historical thing. I don't know for sure that I have any evidence that they've done that in the last hundred years, but um, it's something that was always part of their tradition, mm -hmm. uh, their way of conquering, I guess you'd put it. Um, did I answer the question? Because I think I just got off track there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Dick. Because I forgot the question. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I remember the the point being. How many demons yeah, have you met? Yeah. Oh yes, I remember. Yeah, demons. Okay. 
Well, here's the thing. I don't know what a demon is. I really don't. So I, I couldn't tell you for sure. Um, anybody who tells you that they're an expert in this field is deluding themselves. Uh, I'm a student. I'm always going to be a student uh, until here's my personal theory. Until we have the unified field theory and that takes quantum physics and Newtonian physics and, and bridges the gap between them, I don't think we're going to start to truly unlock the mysteries of the paranormal and what we're capable of ourselves. Uh, with my background in psychology, I tend to think more in terms of thought forms and self-manifestations. And yes, I can, I can and have many times spoken with spirits. And I've helped some, you know, for instance, suicides or drug overdoses. I've helped them to pass over uh, or just helped them to live with the human beings that are in their home now, uh, the living people. Yeah. But these other manifestations that we deal with um, are cultural. For instance, um, people here in South America often ask me, why don't we get the crazy uh, hauntings that you do in the United States or in Europe where we've got massive poltergeist phenomena and other things going on? And I, I thought about that for a while. And I think it's because in South America, in Asia, in Africa, people still believe in magic and they still use magic. So they direct the energy to a specific outcome. Whereas in the Western world, we don't, really have that belief system very much anymore, mm -hmm. at least in most of our uh, cultures. And so the energy runs wild it, without direction. It, our fears run wild. And so what we're manifesting is over the top because it, it doesn't come with limitations, which magic will provide. I love that. I love that. You spoke about I love it though. It, it, I love it though. So what is poltergeist? So what is <laughs> it's a whole nother world. It's a whole nother world. It is. It is. And you know, I the truth is, um, it can be several different things. It can. Uh, it can be, for instance, we had a case in Newtown, Connecticut. Um, it was an old man, a cranky old bastard who uh, died. And didn't want anyone in his home. He he would throw dishes. He would move the table. He would smash things. He was pissed all the time. And you know, my grandparents tried spiritual cleansing. They tried. My grandmother tried to contact him and tried to get him to pass over. He wasn't having any any of it. This is my home. You get out. Mm -hmm. So the family moved out, and the house was converted into a um, a sports shop where they would sell, you know, clothing and sporting goods. Um, but they would close at dusk every single night because things would act up if they stayed there at night. Uh, eventually, they tore the whole thing down, and it's now a CVS on Route uh, 25 in Newtown, Connecticut. Just in case anyone wants to know, because I'm not exposing anybody's secrets by telling you CVS used to be a haunted house. Uh, but... My very first case dealt with um, a husband and wife and their two girls, and it was an over-the-top, over-the-top uh, poltergeist case. I mean, right out of Hollywood. 
when we arrived this August night, it was me, my grandfather, and a man named Paul Bartz. Uh, Paul worked at the University of Connecticut, and he had helped my grandparents on many cases. And the husband and wife were waiting outside for us in this little track house, very tiny. Uh, downstairs, it was the living room and the kitchen. Upstairs, it was three bedrooms and a bathroom. And then there was a pull downstairs to the attic. That's it. Most of the furniture, the refrigerator had all been removed because things had been flying around and hurting people. But the beds, the couch, and the recliner were still there as were some pots and pans and things like that. As soon as we got in, the house was shaking from the pounding in the walls. And it was always in repetitions of three. My grandfather always felt that this, the number three had significance. It was a, um, an insult to the Trinity for him. Oh. oh, We could hear clawing in the walls. We could hear growling coming out of the walls. As I'm walking up the stairs with everyone, the walls are shaking. And we get to the top of the stairs, and I see that the pull-down stairs to the attic were pulled down. These had come smashing down on the woman's head one night, um, and I'll get to that in a moment. But I looked into the, uh, the bathroom, and the crucifix hanging up in the bathroom was turned upside down. I mean, really, it was right out of Hollywood. Right. right. Um, one night, the woman had been at home alone with her her children. Mm -hmm. Her husband worked in the local mill overnight. And this hulking black shape came into the bedroom, picked up her rosary from the bedpost and spun them around as if to say, you think these are going to stop me? She, and we've actually got a photo of this entity. Right. We have an actual photo right. of this thing. It, it looks like a hooded black monk, you know, black cowl. All you see is black. But she ran past this thing to get to her girls. And as she grabbed the door to her, the first girl's bedroom, it wouldn't open. And there were no locks on the doors for the girls. And then those stairs from the attic came smashing down on her head and knocked her down. She was out for a, a bit. We don't, of course, know how long. When she was up, the entity was gone. The doors opened. She got the girls out and they escaped. My grandfather, um, decided, Chris, I want you to stay in the master bedroom in the dark and tell us if anything happens. We're going to go downstairs and we're going to use religious provocation to see if we can figure out what we're dealing with. Something that should only be done in the most careful, careful way possible. This is incredibly dangerous. Now, I've been afraid of the dark my entire life. Mm -hmm. I was terrified. I'm like, are you out of your mind? But, you know, I'm 16 years old. My grandfather just told me to sit in the dark in a, in a haunted house while I'm listening to all this stuff going on. Like, okay, Gramps. <laughs> I'm like, for an hour, I'm listening to clawing right behind my head and growling. I'm like, Gramps, I hear this. He's like, okay, Gramps, let us know if anything else happens. How much more do you want? <laughs> so they're downstairs with a pot. And they're trying to uh, smudge with Holy Church incense. Downstairs, no problem. It, it's doing a wonderful job. I can smell it coming up the stairs. But every single time they try to come up the stairs with the pot, it goes out immediately. Once you get this stuff burning, it doesn't stop. Right. You know? Right. 
And it just did. So they gave up after an hour. Finally, Paul Bartz comes up and he, he sits on the bed with me. He says, Chris, you can go downstairs now. I'm like, thank you. Bye. <laughs> and everything was quiet. Everything was quiet from midnight until 3 a.m. Uh, the lady and I went out. We, we uh, got some sandwiches, brought them back to the house. This is important. Um, and we were on an all-night radio show. Brian Dow, WTIC AM 1060 radio. Still oh, remember. Oh, all night. And while we were sitting there, it was three o'clock in the morning. It was the husband, uh, the husband and Paul were upstairs on one phone. I was downstairs in the recliner on another phone with a big old crucifix in, the, in my other hand. And under my breath, I'm saying, by the power of Jesus Christ, I command you to be gone. By the power of Jesus Christ, I command you to be gone. My grandfather and the woman are sitting in the dark on the couch uh, across from me. And all of a sudden, two hulking black shapes come down the stairs. And they're standing on the landing looking at us. Now it's pitch black, but these things are so black, you can see them. And the woman screams that her face is on fire. And this is all happening on the radio. No time delay, nothing. And my grandfather shines the flashlight on her face. And as we watch, three claw marks appear down her cheek and blood droops down onto her chest. That pot with the Holy Church incense we had left in the kitchen comes flying around the corner and straight at me. It just veered off, hit the window behind me. The shade flew up. The pot, heavy steel pot, crumpled. And the window didn't break. Wow. I said something that radio would not allow me to say. Uh, you can say it now. <laughs> I said, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. And the woman's screaming, she wants out of the house. The lights are going on and off. Um, I'm thinking, good idea, let's go. <laughs> so I run to that front door. Remember I said that we had just gone out and bought sandwiches? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that front door didn't want to open anymore. And the recliner I had just been sitting in starts tumbling across the room toward me. Then the door opened by itself. And she and I got out. One of us got sick to our stomach. I don't remember which, but one of us, yeah, we definitely did. Uh, and we left my grandfather sitting there in the dark on the radio, talking to, the, to them, completely unfazed by what he had just experienced. It was extraordinary. <laughs> the men, honestly, it was the last time I've ever felt fear on a case. He burned it out of me. I thank my grandfather for that for the rest of my life. I went home that night and I went to bed with the light off for the first time in my life. I've never been afraid again. Wow. 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 I think it's important people face their fears. Yeah. Yeah. I, I get that. I get that. I want to talk just for a moment. We don't have a little bit left. I do want to talk about the house in your grandmother. I'm sorry, which house? The one that the time Oh, you know, here's the funny thing about that one. They never talked about it to me. You were only never, you never came up. It wasn't. It wasn't a big case. It really wasn't. 
I know everybody thinks, oh my God, the Conjuring House. Oh, please. <laughs> and you know, I know that Andrea Perone is not a fan of my grandparents. Um, but I couldn't tell you why. I don't know a thing about it. Oh, that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. No, believe me, my grandparents talked about an awful lot of cases over the years. I mean, they had 10,000 cases themselves under their belt. And um, how did they get into paranormal that? How did they get into it? Mm -hmm. uh, well, my grandmother was a mutant. You know, I mean, one of the most powerful psychics ever uh, from the very young age. And my grandfather grew up in a haunted house. He would see the old landlady standing in the hallway. And yet my grandmother, when she first manifested her abilities and told the nun, the nun said, shh, we don't talk about those things. And when my grandfather told his family, they said, nah, there's no such thing as ghosts. But my grandmother and grandfather both knew that they existed. And one, one uh, evening, my grandmother never went out on a date in her life. And she went out with two girls to the movies and the boy taking tickets uh, and the usher basically was my grandfather. And being the playboy that he was, uh, he invited the three of them out for a Coca-Cola after the movies. Well, my grandmother didn't like five cent Coca-Cola, so she, she ordered a 15 cent milkshake. And my grandfather called her a gold digger for the rest of her life. Uh, <laughs> but as he was walking across the street after saying goodnight to them, my grandmother didn't see this 16-year-old boy crossing the street. She saw a pudgy uh, middle-aged man. And she knew that she was going to spend the rest of her life with him. And by the time they were 17, he had joined the Navy to fight in World War II. They got married just before he left. Uh, she got pregnant. And while he was in Japan, they, uh, they had my mother. And after they came back, he came back, they spent years traveling around, investigating ghosts, investigating hauntings that they read about in newspapers. And um, that's how they got started. In 1952, they started the New England Society for Psychic Research, which was a nice local concern. It still exists today. Um, but my grandmother and I decided that we wanted to keep the Warren name alive and we wanted to expand our mission to the entire world. So that's how the foundation got started. Okay. That just means they that just mean us when they were babies. They were babies. Oh yeah, yeah. It was probably why my grandfather decided at sixteen it was about time I got started. You were a late bloomer. Exactly. Oh, somebody's asking. About the case when you were 16, you were 16. What were the dark what figures the with dark the My grandfather would have told you that they were demons. Uh, he believed that um, because the woman had converted from Judaism to Catholicism to marry her husband, that the devil didn't like that. Um, I think that's a bit of a, a stretch, personally. Having said that, um, one year later, we were called back and my grandmother and my grandfather and I went there and she had been down in the basement getting, uh, doing laundry and she felt a piercing pain in her head and she pulled out what looked like two claws out of her head. And I asked for them so that I could take them to the university of Connecticut, uh, zoology department to have them examined. And it turned out 
that it, they were not uh, claws. They were the uh, first premolar, premolar of a one to two year old domesticated pig that had been split in half. And the roots that looked like uh, claws were what had been sticking in her head. Being Jewish at pigs, that connection, it seems to be something interesting. There were a lot of other things going on. Bishop McKenna went in, did a complete spiritual cleansing, never had a problem again. What do you do? What do you do for the people that don't have Then we have to make sure that they have faith in us. We have to do everything we can to give them faith that what we're doing will be effective. Um, so we're very careful about never making people afraid, about empowering them, about teaching them how they can help themselves, about raising the energy in a home, cleaning it out, making sure you get rid of all the clutter, making sure you're not arguing and fighting, listening to music that makes you want to sing and dance, watching comedies that make you laugh out loud. This is all a first step, a very good first step to raising vibrations so that these negative things are not able to feed off of you. If you're going to argue, take it outside, resolve it, and then come home. You know, don't leave it to fester. What you do psychologically has a huge impact on what happens paranormally. Great advice. Great advice. Thank you, Chris. Thank so you, Chris. So much. much. And I hope many people get Barnes Foundation and truly support your life. Thank you very much. You know, we um we do have a free um, channel on YouTube for people. Uh, it's the Warren Files. It's a great place for you to learn about um, the paranormal, um, about all of our different cases. Uh, we also have a Patreon account, uh, which every penny that we raise goes to helping our families, um, making sure that our teams can actually get to those places, that kind of thing. Uh, and it, we could sure use the help because so far everything is paid out of my social security pension uh, because we don't charge, you know? Um, so I, I couldn't live in the United States if I wanted to. I have to live in South America. I can't afford it. <laughs> I was going to say, you have an exotic life. I couldn't be happier with my life. I, in the last uh, three years, I've lived in Spain, Portugal, Scotland, Costa Rica, uh, Colombia, Brazil, um, spent a month in Mexico. Uh, I'm now in Peru. I'm going to spend a month in the United States, two months in New Zealand, then India, back in Costa Rica, and then back down here to Peru by January or February. So, yeah. Thank you so it's much. Easy to do if, you don't, if you don't own a car and you don't own a house, you know. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, exactly. My house is my bag that I carry. That's it. That's great advice. That's great advice. Great advice. Great advice. Thank you so much for coming on. Connecting with me. Listening to me echo. Listening to me echo. Hey, Deb, thank you so much. God bless you and God bless your listeners. If we can ever help anyone, please just reach out. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Everybody else, I'll be back. Everybody else, I'll be back. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Chris. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
everybody, this is Patty Negri. Hi, I'm Pete Orbea. Hi, this is Nicole Strickland. My name is Hero. My name is Sean Clem. Hey everybody, Cleet Keith here, author of Ghost of Greystone, Beverly Hills. I'm excited to invite you to the OC Paracon, which is going to be the first week in October. Now that's just some of the people you're going to meet at Orange County Paracon. That would be Anaheim's first ever paranormal conference. I'm Henry, the organizer and also the host of Paranormal Perception, inviting you to meet those people that you just saw. You'll meet everybody, including some guests, some people that we haven't even announced on the website. It's going to be a surprise. Everything, info, tickets available on that website, ocparacon.com. Hope to see you to kick off our favorite time of the year in Anaheim at OC Paracon. Take us with you on the go and download the new WLTKDB mobile app. Search the App Store and Google Play under WLTKDB Talk Radio. Download free today. The Unexplained. It's all around us and usually supplies more questions than answers. You need answers. You need Cross Country Paranormal. Founded by Benjamin Young, CCP seeks to train, educate, and mentor anyone that has a passion for the paranormal. CCP is building a network of teams and investigations across the country, and all experience levels are welcome. Learn more about CCP on their website, ccpinvestigations.com, where you can find frequently asked questions, check out their equipment, follow their latest events, and of course, shop. Visit them now at ccpinvestigations.com. That's ccpinvestigations.com. Cross-country paranormal. All are welcome. All are family. This is Jet Renee coming back to you here on School Through Spirit with WLTKDB. I can talk again, guys. Thank you for sticking through the echo. Um, it just happened to be the location Chris was in and all the internet and everything else. So, you know, thank you for holding on. I know my echo was probably driving a lot of people great, batty because it would drive me batty. But you know what? Hey, he, he was one hell of a trooper and he just knew to keep talking about his stories and bringing so much to you. So I really hope some of you guys go into um, the Patreon and donate to the cause because it really is a worthy cause. It's not helping him to survive. It really is helping so, so many people. Um, as when I brought in Heather Lee about two months ago, she is a huge, she's actually way up in the in the hierarchy of the foundation um, that does a lot of this work. Uh, again, guys, just truly, truly, truly amazing stuff and a great resource. For anybody that is is either having some some maybe some issues with some of this stuff, or wants to learn, maybe wants to help other people, whatever it might be, truly please go please go check out the Warrens Foundation, um, check out their YouTube channel, do it all. I'll tell you what, not for the faint of heart. I will tell you it's not for the faint of heart, but truly just amazing, just amazing. So. Um, I wanted to do your weekly card poll, guys. Your weekly card poll. Oh my gosh, I'm just my head's all over the place. Just such a so much information. Wow, just mind blown. <clears throat> I'm <clears throat> using, excuse me, my own voice. Oh my god, I think I need to go cleanse my own throat chakra. I'm using the Nature's Whisper cards this week. Um, again, as always, um, I'm just loving these cards lately. So we're using those, picking the five card stud with the Oracle deck. 
And I'm going to do a clarification with the Divine Feminine Oracle after that. And that's uh, Megan Watterson's cards. So let's start with Nature's Whisper. Again, one through five. Pick your numbers, guys. Um, and we'll go from there. Okay, so let's do this. Let's do this. Okay, number one, potential gateway. I love this card. God, I love this card because it says potential, which means you have your choice. Um, I, I, if you're going to go through this gateway, which is let me know that you do have an opportunity. You have an opportunity ahead of you that's coming up. Okay, this is something that could potentially, you know, change your life. Um, change maybe your attitude, change your way of doing things, whatever it might be, but it's a potentiality of something coming up. You have to make the decision if you want to walk through it. Do you want things to change? Do you not want things to change? This is really up to you, okay? So if you pick number one, this is your card for that. Number two, Bountiful Harvest, Bountiful Harvest. I like that. I like all these cards. Who am I kidding? Bountiful Harvest, did you pick number two? This is really speaking of those aspects when you know what? You are having more rewards coming in. Now, this doesn't always mean financial. Financial is awesome. Financial is a blessing. That would be amazing. But it's it's not always going to be financial. This could be, you know, love. It could be um, love, gratitude, rewards, financial, flowers, whatever it is, just a lot of goodness coming to you. But again, you're going to have to open up your scope on things to understand what all that potential is, okay? What what that harvest really is. Number three, called accumulation of vision. Accumulation of vision. I like this. What a calm card, isn't it? I like this. When I'm looking at this card, I am seeing the woman in the tree. I'm seeing the, the two ladies or two girls down below, and they are looking at the butterflies. And you know, to me, they're not necessarily looking at the land around. They're looking at the butterflies. They're looking at the transformation. And this is really telling me that if you're having if you're having ideas, if you're having quote-unquote visions of what you want, this is coming together. It really is starting to form. You're starting to bring those, those pieces together for the transformation that's going to happen. So if you pick number three, that's what we're looking at. Number four, number four, infinite blessings. What an amazing, I'm taking all these cards this week. I'm telling you, infinite blessings. I like this card so much. Why? Because this card is telling me you are just in a position. You've finally gotten through some crap. You're, you're being blessed. Everything's coming your way. You know what? This just means that when you're looking at this, life is going to feel amazing this week, okay? Things are going to be going right. This is the big, the small, and the in-between. So if you pick number four, Infinite Blessings is truly, truly what is happening for you this week. Maybe I'll get a, maybe I'll get a TV show deal. Who knows, huh? Wouldn't that be cool? Oh, my God. This one. Oh, my God. Because I'll tell you what. If you're looking at these cards as a spread, you can't do it without this card. Card number five, Inner Truths. Inner Truths. Why? Because inner truths, if you're looking at this card, guys, if you're looking at this one, you are looking within. What do you really want? Who are you? Where do you want to go? What do you want to do? What is maybe wrong with you? I hate saying that, guys. I hate saying that. But really looking at yourself as a whole, but the inside, not the fabrication that we put on the outside. This is truly what is on the inside. Do you want it? Do you not want it? What do you need to do to have it? 
you know, it's all of those crazy ideas, crazy thoughts that go through and really getting down to what it is in the world you want. So look at your inner truths, guys. What is inside that really, really, really needs to come out? So card number one was gate poten potential gateway. Card number two is bountiful harvest. Card number three is accumulation of vision, bringing it all together. Card number four is infinite blessings. And card number five is the inner truth. And I'm going to tell you, if I'm going to look at these as a whole reading, like if somebody, I feel like not just myself, but I feel like other people need this as a whole this week. When I'm looking at this is that you have, I'm going to say we, because I want to include myself in this. We have a potentiality of something that's going to happen. Something is coming together to say, wow, this is going to change your life, okay? It's going to be a bountiful blessing. It is going to be so many things. It truly is a harvest of all your hard work coming together to say, you've done the work, so here it is for you. It is, you know, you're going to have to bring things together. Those ideas, those thoughts, is bringing all. This is the first three cards are really talking about manifestation, blah, blah, blah. Here you go. What you want is coming. With that fourth card coming through, saying you are truly blessed to have this. but. Is it really what you want? Is it really what you want? You're going to have to go inside and say, is this what I want? If you're looking at all these cards as a whole, that fifth card is really the key. All this will be yours. But is it what you want? You have to look inside to decide if that's what it is. Okay? And if it is, truly, if it is what it, you want without any hesitation, without any obstacles, without any... But ifs, it's all going to be yours, okay? Now let's look at that divine, let's look at the, the clarification card. What a beautiful reading. Oh, my God, what an amazing reading with those cards. Oh, my God. Um, love it, love it. Uh, let's, uh, let's do the clarification card that goes with all those, okay? Let's look at this. Okay, the clarification card. I don't know why I cut three times because it's always the first cut that pulls the card. Um, Phantoma, the mother of Iams. Uh, love is my lineage and gratitude is my religion. You guys see that card? So amazing, isn't it? So amazing. Because really, when you look at all of those, when you look at all those cards that I pulled today, can you not put that with it? It really is gratitude. And I cannot preach that enough, no matter what. If you, in any situation in life, in any situation, no matter bad, good, ugly, indifferent, positive, negative, it doesn't matter. When you throw gratitude at it, when you throw love at it, when you throw all the positive at it, it can no longer be negative. And it will switch to a positive. It will switch to understanding. And understanding might be the positive, but there you go. Okay, so that is your clarification card, and I think it's a beautiful card for that. Um, let me look some of these comments. Pamela, oh, thank you. Great interview. Love it. She also says, when my daughters were little, we had a hooded, dark figure, a little naive, thinking they aren't a lot of different ones. You see them in the world. Love the interview. Did Oh, my God. I'm so glad you loved the interview. Tim, what a great show. The topic really stretched me. But isn't that what it's all about? And we now have video evidence that Jack can stop talking for a bit. No, you don't. Because it still didn't stop me, Tim. I just slowed it down. <laughs> and Lisa, these and tall figures. Um, oh my God, there's a top. These and tall shadow figures have been seen multiple times by my kids. Yeah. But also remember, Lisa, also remember that 
shadow figures are not necessarily demonic and nine times they're not they really are just spirits on the other side that aren't coming into you know the ability to allow you to be able to see also you know what i mean so it's not always that you know you know awful 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 things sometimes it's just something you know that is not coming into full um apparition for them to see so it's not always scary okay so hopefully that makes sense and helps with that um Gosh, so much great information today. And I'm so happy that Chris was able to come in and we were able to make this happy happen. And again, I want to tell everybody, thank you so much for, you know, everybody that stayed. I know I lost some viewers today and I know one was probably the accolade. So, I, you know, which I know to me goes, oh, I can't handle it. But I also know other people. This was just really a deep, deep subject to, subject to talk about, you know, and it really is. I mean, paranormal is one thing, you know, and when I talk about paranormal, because I have a lot of paranormal investigators that come on my show that's a whole different world from what chris does it really is there's two different worlds to this and i will tell you what i agree with him fully i do agree with him fully on a lot of aspects if you don't know what you're doing don't do it if you want to learn how to do it talk to seasoned professionals that are going in they're not doing the poke the ghost thing okay because poke the ghost is never going to be a good thing if you're walking into some place an asylum a jail, a haunted place, and they are pissed off, and that spirit's been pissed off for a really long time, and we're talking years, decades, centuries, whatever, they're not going to be any happier because you poked them. It's going to get worse. It's going to get a lot worse, okay? So I'm going to also tell you in the in the, the words of Chip Coffee, okay, because I went and seen him, and I, great information also. He does a lot of paranormal investigations. He always goes in with his faith based with him okay he i believe i i uh, i can't remember if it's a pentagon or a, a catholic symbol i think it's a star of david that he wears i'm not don't quote me on that you'll have to look at it i think it might be the star of david that he wears but he goes in with his religion he goes in with his religion he goes in with his faith he goes in with his protection he makes sure that he's healthy he makes sure that he's psychologically okay he makes sure that he doesn't have any emotional imbalances going on he goes in with this strong faith okay you have to make sure those chakras are together okay this is really not for the faint of heart guys i do some paranormal investigation and I'll tell you what, I agree with Chris 110%. You cannot go in half-heartedly thinking it's going to be, you're safe because you're breathing, okay? So again, paranormal investigation versus the world of psychic mediumship, two totally different worlds, although they do join together, okay? So please, 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 you know what? You listen to a lot with Chris today. Please don't everybody think they can just go out and you know, start doing this. <laughs> okay, please don't. Just don't don't drop jump on that bad wing because it sounds cool. Because I will tell you what, um, not that I've encountered anything of that personally. I, I can't even say that because I have been part of something on that level um about a year ago. About a year ago. I wasn't on site, but I seen it prior when somebody got a reading on it. They brought me in. Uh, I will tell you it's the Ghostfinder Sweet Springs episodes. You will see it. Um, and I'm going to give you a little bit behind the scenes of everybody wants to watch it. This is my experience with it. Um, you know, Rob had come to me and, and said, what do you feel about this? Because something's uneasy. And I did a reading on the, on the facility. I did a reading on the facility. And I actually had spoke to a nurse that had worked at this asylum. I think it was an asylum anyway. Um, 
Sweet Springs anyway. And uh, she was such a beautiful little spirit walking through, giving me a tour of the building, blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden she turned around, went rah, to my face. And I went, and I can remember going, is that my imagination? I think that was my imagination. Yeah, that was my imagination. You know, Rob went on site with this team. He went there. He took the ghost finders with him. They, you know what? Everything kind of happened the way I spoke to Rob about it. He said it was great, blah, blah, blah. And something turned on the stairway and literally attacked one of the, one of the crew members. Not one of the cast, but one of the crew. And you can actually see part two. You'll see an interview through Zoom with me where I'm at home. And you can see him on his phone having a conversation like, yeah, what is going on? Because they'd never encountered anything like that either. And I did a reading again, da, 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 and you can hear me in the show going, da, 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 really super fast, going, Rob, you need to tell me, is this one? And I mean, I'm almost paranoid. I'm going, tell me what's going, am I correct in what I'm getting? And he's like, yeah, all of it. It's scary, guys. It can be really scary. So trust me, paranormal investigation is not for the faint of art. Two, it's not for the unprepared. Okay? So if you're going to do it, please Please, please be intelligent. Please go in protection. Please go in with your faith. Please go in with all those type of things. Because even though, grant you, very few, if any, demons are out there. Because again, I have yet, even talking to Chris, because he did give me a definite demon. Because like he said, what's a demon? That was his answer. I've yet to hear of anybody tell me there's a demon out there. But there really are some really pissed off, angry ghosts. That are just pissed off, angry, and ready to really hurt. Okay, so I want you guys to kind of look at that. Okay, and and take that to heart. So I don't, again, I don't want this show to go off and everybody go demon hunting because that's not what this was about today. I really wanted to come in, do some education, show you the little bit of the world that you know what is never put on TV. It's put in the movies, but it's never put on TV. You know, and I think he also, I think he also kind of spoke true of it because when I asked him about. The infamous house for the conjuring, that investigation, that is true. It really did happen. And the movie was, you know, based around that. He even said, they never talked about it. It wasn't that big of an investigation. It wasn't a big hoopla of stuff in real life. TV made it bigger. The movies made it bigger. And we all loved it and we all watched it. And we all can't get enough of it. But TV made it bigger. But they don't show the real juicy stuff that really does happen in some of these events, okay? So again, please be careful, guys. Please be careful. So today was education only, guys. Education only. Um, Okay. Now, I want to talk about the shows. Oh, my God. So much is going on, guys. So much is going on. I will tell you what. We are still looking for... Um, I am not, Angie. Oh, I'm so sorry. Um, somebody asked if I was coming to Sioux Falls and, you know, for a show and I'm like, oh no, oh, I got to write, I'm going to write in front of you guys. Oh no, I'm not. Oh, well, I'm going to say, we'll miss you again. Cause I will. I need to get back to Sioux Falls guys. I really do. Okay. So let's kind of go over the things for the show. I will tell you what, we're looking for new shows. We really are. But we have outdone ourselves on reading shows. I mean, we love it, but we've outdone ourselves on reading shows. So anybody does paranormal when it comes to um, cryptics, uh, Bigfoots, uh, UFOs. UFOs is a big one. Um, anything paranormal, guys. You know, we are a paranormal-based radio show. 
uh, or radio station. Yes, I, I do my, my show. And as you notice, it's all over the place. It really is all paranormal all over the place. I do my reading show. We've got a couple of reading shows. We've got, we got a lot of different shows going on guys. Um, we have new ones coming in. Oh my gosh. I, I, we actually had to turn somebody away today. And I'm, I wanted to cry. I wanted to cry because I wanted them on so bad. But we have other shows that um, have been with other networks that are jumping over to our network. Can you believe it? They're jumping from national-based networks into ours, which is super cool, super awesome. I can't tell you about those yet, but trust me, they're coming. Um, but yeah, anybody out there listening or know somebody that likes to do paranormal, um, when it comes to UFO, cryptology, uh, cryptology, is that a thing? I don't know. Um, anything like that, please, please, please send them our way. We would love to talk to them, speak with them, bring them on, create a new show. Um, so let's talk about the shows for this week because we all know I love to do this. We have got me every Monday morning with School Through Spirit. Um, next Monday being, who is my guest next Monday? Because next Monday we're going to be into August. Oh, my God. Ane! We're bringing in Ane! Hoot toot! I don't know if you know who Ane is, but you know what? Bingo! You gotta watch next week's show because I've been trying to get Ane on for two years, and that's just, that's funny because I asked her once. I don't know if she didn't see it or what, but now we're bringing her in, and you're gonna love her. Ane is a psychic medium. She's actually got her own reading show on the Spiritual Realm Network. Uh, she travels all over the place. She knows these paranormal people like you wouldn't believe. It's awesome. Um, anyway, that's next Monday. This week, though, as always, Monday, uh, Monday mornings, 9 a.m. is School Through Spirit with myself. Today at noon, in a little bit, in like an hour, we have uh, Monday Morning Monsters with Barnaby Jones. And then at 8 p.m. tonight, we have Be the Change with Christina Bloom. Tomorrow um, tomorrow night, we have Unfiltered with Doris Truly, Diet Renee at 6 p.m. New Bridge Radio, Radio with Kevin Mackey is at 7. Or wait, I can't say that because he's not back yet. He will be back. Not quite yet. Another month or so, guys, in the fall. So I get it. He's not on at seven. <laughs> he will be in, in a few months. Uh, Paranormal Pete um, with Pete Orbea is on at 10 p.m. tomorrow night. Wednesdays, we have the Psychic Hour with Kelly um, Brickle at 3 p.m. Uh, Over the Target with Missy Hart and Nicole Ford is at 8 p.m. Thursdays, we have Chat with Charlie Lynn at 9 a.m. We have Realm of Darkness with Rennie Rodriguez and Ashley Marino at 7 p.m. And the Afterlight Chronicles with Nicole Strickland at 8 p.m. Fridays, we have The Good Shit Show at 9 a.m. And Secrets Within with Rennie Rodriguez at 8 p.m. I know there's more shows, guys. I know there are. I still need a current list. But that's okay. I'm going off of this one for right now. And so when I tell you about all those other shows, it'll be just like, holy shit, we're all these. But we have got a lot. Guys, we have got so many other things going on. Everybody's like, how do I find your show? There's a lot of different ways. You can go to Facebook, as some of you are. But please, please, please go to the station too, WLTKDB.com. And you can literally watch my show right on there. You can watch all the shows right on there. You can also, this is made easy. This is made easy. Um, you can go to the app. We have an app. We have, a, we have an app. We have an Android app. And an Apple app. So it, you have no excuses. Go to your app store, whatever it might be, whether it's Google Play or Apple app, whatever it is, and look for WLTKDB Talk Radio. And there we are. I mean, it's our station logo. And you can just, every time you want a show, you can hit that. It's going to bring you to our shows. It's going to tell you all about us, what the next show, what the whole time, everything. It's so cool. We are the first, first radio station to have this, guys. So please, please, please go get it. 
We also have, now have a Facebook page. Oh my God, which is super cool. We have two actually. One that's private, which was an oops. So now we have a public one too. So, and anybody that joined the private one, please jump over and drive, get the, um, the, uh, <coughs> The one, the open public one, and it's a WLTKDB um, Facebook. It's Talk Radio Facebook. Um, so please go in there. It's a group, though, guys. It's not a Facebook page. It's a Facebook group. It is where we can post, 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 and we do post a ton of stuff in there. We just started, but we're already getting that in there. Um, so all about our shows, different events. You have some of us jumping on, like all of a sudden doing live stuff, which is really kind of cool. Into it, which is really awesome. Oh my God, just joined an hour ago. Awesome. So it's really cool. I believe Barnaby did uh, like a looking for bear. I don't know if he's looking for Bigfoot or what he was doing, but he was trapping through the woods. Um, doing Barnaby does, which is really awesome because that's where the cryptics are. And he did a live last night and he, he did it on the Wisconsin Caps, which is his group. And he broadcast it into the WLT page group. And it was awesome. So a lot of people got to enjoy that. So with that being said, guys, please do that. And if you're feeling generous, please donate to us. Um, it keeps us going. There is in there, there's a GoFundMe account. And if you can't find it, feel free to go to my website, www.dietrene.com. You can find it at the very end of the page. Um, it just kind of helps our station keep running um, and helps us to keep growing. I mean, if you've been listening since the beginning, it was just me and Todd in the beginning. And look at us now. Oh, my God. We're just Oh my God, just incredible, isn't it? It's incredible. And to have so many people still with us this, this much longer. And I see so many beautiful names watching the same shows all over the week. And it's it's awesome that you join us. So thank you so much for all your support. We appreciate you so much. And we're trying to find things to do to kind of give back to you, um, whether it be some some live, extra live shows, um, whatever it might be. We're, we're, we're trying to figure out something, guys. We're trying to figure out something. But it's a group of us and trying to get all of our heads together. You never know what it's going to be. So hopefully there'll be some stuff in 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 the future. We're hoping. And you'll hear it here if we do. If we're able to do it, you'll hear it here. So this is Jet Renee here with uh, Cold Through Spirit on WLTKGB. I'll see you next week. Bye-bye, guys.